welcome to another episode of football this week where we cover everything that has happened in the world of football in the past week uh, as always i am shorya and i'm joined by lorik today we'll be covering what happened in the world of football in the past week so um, lorik uh, would, would like to start with the premier league right, so we'll start oh. with the premier the premier league the first match was crystal palace versus Newcastle in which Newcastle won away 2-0 Joe Ling and Callum Wilson were the scorers they both of them assisted the teammates goals too Crystal Palace had most of the possession but Newcastle took more chances and they had more accuracy they had way more accuracy uh, they had double the accuracy of shots to be precise and they also went on to uh, you know create multiple chances to score which led them uh seven shots on target but right so crystal palace <clears throat> created some chances at least but they couldn't and they were just you know more defensive like it was an annoying annoying game for the eagles and you know they just couldn't create enough to score they really are lacking creativity newcastle started their uh line up with darlow in heart of the defense as in the goalkeeper the heart of the defense were clark and fernandes fernandes and lockup also received two yellow cards they lined up 4-4-2 in which two of the strikers of front scored one goal each surprisingly enough crystal palace also lined up 4-4-2 but you know they got the best side of newcastle united they couldn't get the <clears throat> right side of Lucas Now the most controversial match happened after this one Brighton versus Liverpool In this match VAR was more useful than Bobby Firmino was ever to Liverpool so it's actually useless VAR in my opinion it's just diabolical it's ruining the game as Jack Grealish would say Diego Jota is looking in an amazing amazing form what a player he's been in the cl and in the premier league he's scoring goals all around so what the controversy was about that brighton <clears throat> scored a last minute equalizer draw with liverpool and sadio mane mane's uh 83rd minute goal was disallowed by VAR then uh at the starting of the game too Mohamed Salah's goal was disallowed by VAR so you know Liverpool just tasted their own medicine but Liverpool were clearly the better side as they had most of the possession they <clears throat> 
defensively compact yet Brighton took more shots they got more shots on target but they had less shot accuracy that's why Liverpool beat them uh Liverpool had 33.3% of the shot accuracy while Brighton had just 27.3. Liverpool also blocked more shots and Brighton tended to take more shots inside the box while Liverpool uh shot equally in and outside the box. Brighton were more busy defensively than <clears throat> Liverpool because Liverpool were very one would say smooth in their attack so they made 22 tackles and uh they had the accuracy of 50% Liverpool had 15 clearances and 8 interceptions and total passes were dominated by Liverpool as they came out on top of Brighton Five hundred and twenty-six to Brighton's three hundred and fifty-two, and in my opinion, Brighton have a very, very, very strange season. Last season too, they had a very strange season. Last season too, and this season also, I don't know what is up with them. They are. Uh, at least in my opinion very very unlucky they play beautiful football but just cannot win they are just lacking the finishing touch <clears throat> liverpool on the other hand are looking good cause this match was you know very very difficult for liverpool because it's lacking main key players uh in the defense but despite this they still do with brighton and that's a good thing because brighton are not a team that one uh top 6 or any other team in the premier league can you know undermine so if you forget the injuries liverpool are in a good form their forwards um, except uh bobby firmino are exceptional at the moment Diego Jota wow what form he is in the brighton are just lacking the finishing touch in the third match we saw manchester city you know in their previous form that they had last year and the years before that city 5 burnley nil we had maris scored uh, an ha- a hat trick Ferran Torres and Benjamin Mendy scored too. There were one assist by Jesus uh, for Ferran's goal and uh, Kyle Walker for Mahrez's second goal. Kevin De Bruyne assisted two goals too. and this was just classic city you know they had 66.6% of the possession they uh took many chances they took 19 total shots 
six of which were on target. They had an accuracy of 31.6%. One shot was on bar, just missed. And they took more shots outside and inside the box. Defensively, John Stones put out a masterclass. What a form he's in too. Like he's only played two full games. But class, just class from John Stones there. And surprisingly enough, Guardiola benched Laporta for Stones because Laporta in Guardiola's opinion isn't up the mark but I believe Laporta is an amazing defense but you know rotation is important so Edison started Mendy scored his first ever career goal for Manchester City and Dia Stones Walker were uh, beside Mendy in the defense Gundogan and Rodri were two pivot midfielders and in front of them were three players Torres, De Bruyne and Mares respectively and their sole striker was Jesus. So City was very good both uh, defensively and offensively but what I want to talk about is Burnley for a bit of time. Burnley just you know lagged just about everything. Manchester City were playing games with them they the goalkeeper made a debut you know poor lad lost five nil at his debut but you know he played don't want to say bad because it was his debut but he was good he's he saved one amazing goal but you know he made mistakes and those things happen but i think the debutant uh peacock farrell will improve <clears throat> but Burnley as a team whole they are lacking just about everything now as I was saying Burnley were weak in the defense they were very 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 uncreative and <clears throat> kind of futile in their attacks they didn't attack much they didn't defend properly and like it's mainly because they don't have the right owners. You feel me? They need the right owners to perform. But, you know, the manager, McGee, was the referee, I think. Well, out of context, my Dean reference, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. So, Sean is a very, very, very good manager. If it weren't for Sean, Burnley would probably be in the championship. No doubt about it. So, yeah. Let's talk about Everton versus Leeds United real quick. So Everton and it was a very, very entertaining game, I must say, as most of the Leeds games are under Marcelo Bielsa. Uh, Rafinha scored the sole goal in the game, but Leeds were superior. They were way better against Arsenal which they do because of in my opinion sheer unluckiness and burn Leno and uh, Gabriel but Leeds United are playing very good football and they are looking positive I wish them the very best you know Leeds United 
in my opinion, uh, you know, a solid, solid, solid team. They can be fighting for top six this season, especially because, you know, 2020, <laughs> shit can happen. But anyways, let's, uh, Leeds United all positive, like, they could have scored more goals, but, <clears throat> they spent way less money than Everton have done in past few years, but, uh, they took more chances, they just need a bit of accuracy, because they lacked accuracy, I, I have to say that, their total shots were 23, only six of which were on target. Uh, <clears throat> so if you take out that shot accuracy is uh, 26.1%. Let's talk about Everton now. So uh, Everton had 41.8% of the ball. They won more duels. They won more aerial duels. They were less offside uh, conceded by Everton players. And they took more Corners. Now let's look at what things went wrong. So for starters, they have been in a terrible ass form for the past, uh, I'd say, two or three match weeks. And they started all their star players. They started Allen, they started Iwobi, they started Richardson, they started Calvert-Lewin, they started James of oh, Hamas, Rodriguez, they started Davies, they started Doko, Pickford, Keen, all players were there, but they lacked Kyle, they lacked quality in my opinion. So what Everton need is some mental inspiration. And the work rate of the Everton players was way, way, way less than Leeds United. So if you want to defeat Leeds United or at least draw with them, you need passion because they play with so much passion, Leeds United, that I must tell you, they play with passion, their work rate is amazing, every player puts everything they got, that's why they win, and Everton must improve their work rate, they must concentrate, they have the players, they have the talent, I'm sure Ancelotti will improve, moving on, uh, West Brom defeated Sheffield United, man, Sheffield United are in a Great, great, great trouble, man. They can get relegated this season. Relegation is certain for Sheffield United if they continue playing like this. Connor Gallagher scores for West Brom. You know, these two were bottom of the table before the match week two. Now, after the match week, West Brom is still in the relegation zone and Sheffield United after 10 games, have just received one point and they are at the bottom of the Premier League, which they were last match week also. But, <clears throat> anything can happen. They can still, they still got time to Christmas. If they lose in this match week too, I'm sorry, but they will really get a 50% chance. Is there they will get relegated now? The most entertaining game of the match week, in my opinion, this week was Southampton versus Manchester United. Let's just appreciate James Ward Prowse for a second. Man, this 
guy is an amazing 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 inside piece taker he scored from a corner he scored uh, sorry he assisted jan uh, bernard <clears throat> fuck what kind of name is that bednarek sorry for that guess what my bad i apologize but han bednarek scored and he also received a yellow card <laughs> so southampton were leading 33 uh at the 33rd minute they were leading 2-0 then dine henderson came in for david de gea kawani came in for mason greenwood at half times and bruno fernandes of fernandes Bruno scored at the 60th minute while from an assist from Edinson Cavani and Edinson Cavani then scored the equalizer uh and then he scored the winner too at injury time from an assist by Rashford man Edinson Cavani was top class top class instant impact as they say he came in gave the assist he scored two goals to win it for United and United just need that <clears throat> positivity they still are below sounds happened but they have a game in hand united had just 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 about more of the ball position at 50.1 percent let's talk i won't talk about statistics here a bit because this was one 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 peculiar game so dhan dijiyega duels one southampton aerial duels one united Offside, zero offsides. Corners, nine corners for United, five for Southampton. Fifteen shots on target. My bad. Total shots, fifteen for United, ten for Southampton. Six were on target for United, five of which were on target from Southampton. See, Southampton were playing class. Uh... in the first half but you know oli is a great great manager in my opinion and he gave inspiration to the united players which performed really really great in, in the second half and southampton kind of just gave up they didn't try second half in the second half they they were you know, sitting back and they were not attacking as much as they did they didn't have much of the ball in the second half and Southampton just need that consistency to perform. Southampton is looking positive. They are in a great great form right now and I'm sure they will improve. And a disappointed Lundabi, Chelsea versus Spurs, nil-nil. Uh Chelsea were the better side. United uh, Tottenham was sitting back. They didn't do much. Boring ass game there. um will not waste time talking about it well clean sheet for both hoolories and uh, edward mendy Let's talk about uh arsenal now you feel me see mikel arteta is a great great manager but is he arsenal level i'm sorry no he must give some ex- like he must uh, give coaching or become the manager of a smaller club than arsenal i must say see thing is well statistically uh just forget the trophies statistically 
Unai Emery is a far better manager for us than Mikel Arteta is. And I want to talk about Arsenal and their fans a little bit now. Arsenal fans hated Arsenal Wenger. And Arsenal Wenger was, in my opinion, top class till the very end of his career. And he had more to go for. But the fans were so shitty. The fans were fucking toxic. <clears throat> Sorry, explicit content. I'm not sure even that you are hearing this or not. If you are hearing, then like DM me or whatever. Anyways, let's just move on. Wolves were top class. Podens, Adama. Adama Traude has failed to score in 28 games. Just saying. Man's a good dribbler. Man's a good passer. Man's is a terrible, terrible, terrible finisher. You feel me? Now, <clears throat> let's put aside, put aside this game for a bit. Arsenal are one boring ass team to watch nowadays. If they dominate ball, they don't do much about it. They t- try to create chances, but all they do is bullshit. <clears throat> In my opinion, uh, Mikel was literally caught on camera. Trying to remember the tactics for substitution. And I don't know what to make of it. I was just stating this man. Uh, Mikhail Arteta must have some, some, some experience before joining Arsenal. But he didn't. He joined. He won two trophies at the start. And now it's going down. Well... Can't do anything about it. Let's see if he improves. If Arsenal improves. Arsenal are officially a mid-table side. Except that Arsenal fans. And. I just want to say that Unai. And Arsenal Wenger. Deserve more respect. They deserve it. They deserve way more respect. Than they get. Mikel Arteta. Lost at home to Olympiacos. It. In the late knockout stages of Europa League, if Arsenal Wenger Unai would have lost, Arsenal fans would have gone after them and killed them, in my opinion, at the local Sainsbury's. But, <clears throat> see, club making former player their manager is the trend right now. Komen, Lampard, but they were club legends. Mikel Arteta, in Full honesty, at best, was just playing alongside Aaron Ramsey. He was he wasn't a club legend as a player, and he was average in the Premier League as a player. I do not know why they appointed him as manager. I do not know why he wanted. To become the head coach of a big ass club like Arsenal, just a bit. I do not know that. It's his and both decision. It was at least. And let's talk about the game. Back to the game now. <clears throat> Raul Jimenez was caught up in a terrible injury. God <clears throat> bless him. I wish him, football this week, wishes him a very, very, very speedy recovery because he's one of our. Favorite strikers in the world, you know, Gabriel uh, Migales 
Maglias and Gabriel scored the first goal for Arsenal, an assist from Willian, but before which uh, Wolves scored by the help of Pedro Neto and Daniel Podin scored. And Daniel Podin's goal was one of the best builders I've seen this season. Like Adama was dribbling like prime Messi, you feel me? Like what an amazing goal from Wolves there. The, the winner. Arsenal had more of the possession. They couldn't do anything about it though. They were they took thirteen shots and two of which were on target. They only took two shots. Man, Arsenal have to turn things around. They have to go in there, play with passion. They lack passion, they lack creativity. And it's just sad to see the club go down like this, but I wish them very well. Like, let's hope for the best. They're at 14th after 10 games now. And that's just messed up, ma'am. That's just messed up. That's just messed up. Okay. So, they need to improve. And they will improve. I hope at least they will. And Wolves were great. Not much talk about them. Great counterattacks to dribbling. And stuck about uh, Leicester versus Fulham. Surprising result there. Fulham won. They were leading in the first half to nil, full time to one. Harvey Barnes uh, scored for Leicester, assist from Jimmy Wadi at the 86th minute, but the result didn't change. Uh, Ademola Lukman scored at the 38th minute to give Fulham the lead from. An assist by Anguissa, and the second goal was scored by Avon Cavaliero. Leicester had more of the possession, but <clears throat> they only had three shots on target. The total he took uh, 16 shots, but only three of which were on target. Uh, they had six million sixty. Six passes, and that's a lot of passes. He leads a looking class this season, but they were class last season too. But then after the coronavirus break, they just went down, and like they are still playing European football. But in my opinion, they need cons- <clears throat> consistency first and foremost. And I hope they improve. They have lagged consistency this season as well. Now, in a more surprising result, West Ham defeated Aston Villa. Villa! Aston Villa. Yeah, anyways. So, Angelo Ogobuna scored at the second minute from an assist by Jared Bobbin. At the second minute only, Jagger is then equalized by Matty Cash. Uh, by the help of Matty Cash, he gave the assist for Jack's goal. Jack Grealish is in amazing form. He won November Player of the Month too. Amazing lad. His nationality. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, he dived too. I don't like diving as players. And that's a fact. Uh, Jared Bowen scored the winner at the 46th minute from an assist by said... Ben Rama. 
want to talk about statistics a bit. Aston Villa had more of the possession. They won more duels. Uh, they took more corners. They took more shots. More shots on target. But West Ham uh, came out as the winner because they had more passion. Passion like playing with honor. West Ham this season started very badly, but now they are playing with passion. They are playing for pride, and Aston Villa are also a very good positive team, <clears throat> and they play with fun. And I hope both of them improve. West Ham is currently fifth, and Aston Villa is tenth. West Ham, after like the first two or three patch week, improved greatly, 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 and they are at fifth position in the table. So let's talk about Premier League as a bit, uh, as a whole, my bad, for a bit. Dominic Calvert Lewin is at the top of the golden boot followed by Salah and Son assist Harry Kane 9 assists 10 assists uh, 10 goals from Dominic and 9 assists from Kane as of now golden assist 16 16 16 after 10 match week for Harry Kane Harry is like top of the table and top of his game right now so after 10 match weeks first is tottenham second is liverpool third is chelsea fourth is list of fifth is West Ham, and this the top six uh is at ninth manchester united 11th city and 14th arsenal at the bottom of the table is sheffield then above them are only then above them are West Brom. Okay, so now we move on to the Bundesliga. And the first match of match day 9, uh, Wolfsburg versus Werder Bremen. It was a one-sided match as Wolfsburg defeated 5-3 Werder Bremen. We saw a, b- uh, a brace from Weghorst uh, who scored two goals. And one goal from Baku, one goal from Brooks, and one goal from Bielek. We move on to Augsburg versus SC Freiburg. It was a draw between the two teams, uh, with Vargas scoring for Augsburg and Grifo scoring for Sporting Club Freiburg. Then next up, we move on to uh, RB uh, Leipzig versus Arminia Bielefeld. Abi Leipzig won 2-1 against Armenia with one goal from Christopher Nkunku and one goal from Tassende for uh, Abi Leipzig and for Armenia close scored one goal. Uh, next up we move on to Dortmund versus FC Köln. Um, surprisingly Dortmund lost to uh, Cologne 2-1 and Erling Haaland remained pretty quiet. This uh, match day, uh, there was one goal from Thorgan Hazard for Dortmund and Shakiri uh, scored a bra- brace for Cologne. 
and Dortmund were not impressive in uh, in this match and uh, that um Dortmund will return stronger uh back in the next match day and will win and i hope they that they win the next match uh in the next match that is the main match it was FC Bayern Munich against VfB Stuttgart um Bayern were very impressive in this game as they defeated 3-1 to Stuttgart we saw a goal from Kingsley Coman who has been in incredible form scoring tons of goals and assists for the club Robert Lewandowski as always scored a goal and Douglas Costa scored his first goal for FC Bayern Munich um it was it was a pretty uh, powerful performance from FC Bayern and as they were the dom- more dominant team uh and I hope Bayern will continue their uh, winning uh, form and defend their Bundesliga championship. Next up we move on to uh, Union Berlin versus Eintracht Frankfurt. It was a 3-3 draw between the two teams. Um uh, for Union Berlin, Andrich and Kroos uh, scored goals while for Eintracht Frankfurt, Bastost and Andre Silva who scored a brace. Um these were the goals scorers for Eintracht uh, Frankfurt. Um then for uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach and Schalke uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach defeated 4-1 Schalke and uh, Borussia were really impressive in the game and basically just overpowered uh, Schalke the, the uh, overpowered Schalke um, Schalke haven't been in a good form this season well not this season the past season too they've been in on a losing streak and the club is in financial difficulty and uh, i just hope that shalka is able to make comeback from all this but as of right now they are at an all time low um borussia club borussia have been really impressive this season too in the ucl and in the bundesliga and next up we move on to the um a nil draw between leverkusen and hertha berlin um was a pretty even match between them um it's unfortunate that we saw no goals in the match next up we move on to mainz versus hoffenheim in a 1-1 draw um uh, was the even match again but uh we saw um uh, kwason for mainz scored a goal and bibo for uh, hoffenheim scored a goal uh um this uh, wraps up bundesliga match day 9 and it was a pretty impressive performance uh, from all of the clubs and as of uh, as of now uh, fc bayern munich stand at top of the table followed by rb leipzig and uh, dortmund in the third place next up we move on to syria and first ma- uh, first match of uh, match day 9 is uh, sassuolo versus inter milan uh, inter milan defeated sassuolo 3-0 where we saw a goal from Alexis Sanchez uh Gagliardini and an own goal by Chirches uh it was a pretty dominant match for Inter Milan as Inter Milan completely dominated the team uh, dominated the Suolo and won easily next we have a surprising draw uh, with Benevento for Juventus uh Juventus were not that good in the game were a bit were a bit shabby to be honest with you and i hope that in the next match today come back better 
for Juventus, Alvaro Morata scored in the 21st minute and he was also sent off in the 97th minute of the game. Uh, the next match is uh, between Atlanta and Verona and surprisingly the Bergamo based club Atlanta lost to Verona 2-0 which was unexpected as Atlanta have been in winning form this season and have the tendency to score a lot of goals. I just hope that Atlanta uh, make uh, you know make a comeback in the next match today and win the next match. In the next match, Udinese defeated Lazio 3 uh, 1, which was a very surprising victory. Uh, we saw Chiro Immobile score just the one goal, which was the penalty for Lazio. And for Udinese, Arslan, Puseto, and Forestieri uh, scored the three goals. Next up, we got Bologna versus Croton, and Bologna won 1 0. Uh, Milan took on Fiorentina and uh, Romagnoli and Cassier uh, uh, scored the two goals for Inter Milan. Inter Milan have been in absolute winning form this Serie A season and they will look to win the first Scudetto in a long time. And I hope that they continue this form and stay atop of the league table. Next up, we got Caligari versus Pezzia, which was a 2 2 draw. A pretty underwhelming match, to be honest. Uh, Pedro and uh, and Pavlotti scored goals for Caligari, and Giassi and Zola scored for Spezia. Uh, uh, next matchup, we got um, Napoli versus Roma. Napoli won 4 0. Lorenzo Insigne. Uh, Ruiz, Mertens and Politano scored the four goals for Napoli. Uh, while it was a pretty disappointing perform- performance from Roma, uh, it was not expected of them to lose this badly to Napoli. Next up, uh, it's Torino versus Sampdoria. Uh, it was a 2-2 draw with Bellotti and Miete scoring for Torino and Candreva and Quagliarella uh, uh, for Sampdoria. Next up, uh, it's uh, the last match for match nine. It's Genoa versus Parma. Parma defeated two one to Genoa with Gervino scoring a brace for Parma and uh, Shomrudov for Genoa scoring the one goal. Um, this wrap wraps up today. Uh, so in uh, La Liga match week ten, which was last see, uh, last week. There were uh, three draws, Villar versus Real, Madrid, <clears throat> and uh, Elich versus Cadiz, and uh, my bad, sorry. I think Elich versus Cadiz was this week. Anyways, uh, last week, Sauna and Juicia, Jew, Levante and Elche Jew, Villar and Real Madrid Jew all one 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 one. <laughs> anyway, big ass laugh there. So David Garcia scored for Usauna and Sandro Ramirez scored for Yusha. Well, no one actually cares for these games to be honest. Let's just move on. Villar versus Real Mariano Diaz scored from an assist by him. Oh, 
and Gerard Moreno scored for Villarreal. Real are still above Barcelona, but if Barcelona win the game in hand, they go above Real Madrid, and they have lost. Uh, I think thrice already, and they lost thrice last season. Two, the entire season they lost thrice, and after ten weeks, uh, sorry, ten match weeks they have lost thrice. So you know, bad start there. Uh, Sevilla won against Celta Vigo four two. The scorers were Haddadi. Sergio, uh, Enesiri, and Kunde Kunde, very young right lad with a great future in my opinion. Great centre back, Aspas scored for Vigo and Nolito scored for Vigo too. Atletico Madrid won against Barcelona. Simeone's first ever win against FC Barcelona, in which uh. Carrasco scored the only goal, and Barcelona needs to improve. But they were class in the Champions League, but in La Liga they are not as good as Barcelona's level was. Uh, you know, in the previous years, there was a goalless draw again in Ibar and Getafe. He has sustained win against Cardiz from a uh, 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 Alexander Isak scored for the Real Sociedad from an assist by Aiden Shanjwaj at the 66th minute. David Silva is injured for Sociedad. Uh, Sociedad, my bad. So said my bad, said my bad. <laughs> Rhymes. So, uh, Sevilla uh, Silva got injured. Uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. Granada won against Real Valladolid. Valencia drew with Alves. Alves. Uh, the scorers were Lucas Perez, Navarro for Alves and Vallejo. For Valencia, followed by Hugo Guillamon. In the last game, Real uh, Pellegrini's Real Betis lost against the Athletic Bilbao Club 4-0, in which uh, Iger Munayain scored a goal, and their Kappa scored a goal, Victor Ruiz scored an own goal, and Alex Benguer scored one goal. Two. So that was the Liga. The table at the top of the table is Real Sociedad, followed by Atletico Madrid with two games in hand, and they are invincible at the moment. Will Real at third and Real Madrid at fourth, Sevilla at fifth, and Barcelona at seventh. Barcelona. Ha also have two games in hand with Elche and uh, Sevilla and Atletico. At the relegation zone, there is Real Valladolid at 18th, 
At 19 there is Levante, at 28 there is Westa. Um, the golden boot is with Oyar Zabal with 7 goals. The assist hero is Correa for Atletico Madrid. In the Champions League uh, match day 5, Lokomotiv Moscow won against Salzburg. Uh, sorry, they, well, they lost the game against Salzburg. 1-3. Shakhtar Donetsk defeated Real Madrid at home. Real Madrid are in grave, grave danger. They can play in the Europa League. <laughs> Dintino and Mano Solomon were the scorers. Uh, in which... In a game in which Bayern Munich played random teenagers, not random, but like teenagers. Most of them were teenagers. They dropped a couple of players like Neuer, Lewandowski and Garetska. <clears throat> Atletico played the best team. Not the best team, but like a solid team. And Bayern Munich played teenagers and Chubomoting and Newville and... New signings such as Costa, Sane, Sar, but they still do 1 1. The goals came in by uh, Thomas Mola and Wow Felix. Uh, Mola scored at the 86 minute to draw. Wow Felix scored at the 26 minute from an assist by Marcus Lorente. Munch and Gladbach were in a royal course to ride against Inter Milan and they lost 2 3 eventually. Uh, Matteo Darman scored for Inter from an assist by Roberto Gagliardini. Then Munchen Gladbach scored from an assist by Valentino Lazaro, finished by Alison Plea. Then Lukaku scored again from an assist by uh, Rozovic. Then Gladbach scored again at, uh, from a goal by Alison Plea. Then they scored another one uh, by the help of Alison B, but the goal was disallowed by VAR. That was it for that game. If we uh, wasn't there, they would have won. They would have drew. My bad. So FC Porto, Manchester City, nil nil draw. Martial uh, won against Olympiacos, two one. Atlanta and Michelin draw, drew. And Liverpool and Ajax in the in that game Liverpool won one nil by courtesy of Curtis Jones and in this game Liverpool were also playing a lot of young lads not lots of but still considered a um, uh, considerable amount. Kras Sondar won against Jenny one nil Istanbul. Basakshir lost against RB Leipzig at home 3-4 at uh, in a very intense match entertaining match too uh, Yusuf Polson Nordi Mukele were the two 
for scorers for Leipzig, then Irfan scored for Istanbul, then Daniel almost scored, making it 1-3, then Irfan scored again, so making it 2-3, then uh, Irfan scored another one, Irfan scored a hat-trick, so it made, uh, think, 3-all, uh, then in injury time, Alexander Sorol scored from an assist by Yusuf. So, Sevilla lost at home against Chelsea, 0-4, in which Giroud scored, I think, all of the goals, right? Yeah. So, the assist came in by Macho Kovacic, uh, Kai Havertz, uh, Angulo Kante, those were the three <coughs> assisters, a very entertaining game. Sevilla had most of the ball, but still. Then, uh, Borussia and Lazio drew 1-1. I think Holland score. Shit, my bad. <laughs> he always scores, so like, I assume, my bad. Sincere apologies. Rafael Guerrero score from an assist by Hazard. And Chiro Immobile scored for Lazio. Club Rouge uh, defeated... Zenit 3 nil. Uh, Ferna Kouaros was defeated by Barcelona 3 nil, in which uh, Braithwaite scored and uh, Griezmann scored and Dembele scored. Dembele was uh, top class in this game, but in my opinion, Braithwaite is in, a, in an amazing, amazing, amazing form right now. Juventus won against Dynamo Kiev. 3 0 in which Ronaldo scored his 750th game, uh, 750th goal, which broke the record of Pele for all time goals scored. Real big achievement there from Cristiano Ronaldo. And Manchester United were defeated by, by Paris Saint Germain. 1-3, Neymar scored 2, and I think Rashford scored 1, and Marquinhos scored 1. So, in this game, Manchester United could have easily, easily, easily drawn. But, Fred wasn't subbed off, he, and he, he had but the player, but was given yellow card, and still, all he played is, and he received a second yellow card. So he came off. If Fred was substituted and Martial would have been a little bit better. It was an easy draw for United. And like Martial was hot garbage in this game. Like he missed two very good chances. I don't like calling people out. Hot garbage, but he was. Uh, I'm sorry, Martial, but fam. Firstly, you will not hear this. Secondly, fam, improve your finishing. Yeah, so the table is as follows Group A by Munich, Atletico Madrid, followed by Salzburg, Group B, Gladbach at the top, Shakhtar Donetsk at second, and Real Madrid at third. Real Madrid, if, if, 
रियाल मड्रेड डेजिन अगेंस्ट क्लाट बैक एट होम दे विल बी प्लेइंग इन द Europa League. This is a very entertaining group. Group B. Gladbach is top with eight, but if they lose, uh, and Inter win, then I think or uh, no, Gladbach still go. If Real Madrid defeat them really badly, and Inter defeat Shakhtar really badly. Really badly, then Inter and Real will go through. But at the moment, Munchen Gladbach at first, followed by Shakhtar Donetsk. <clears throat> in Group C, City at top, Porto at second, Olympiacos at third, Indeed Liverpool and Atlanta are at top two, followed by Ajax. Uh, Ajax and Atlanta are just separated by a point. In Group E, Chelsea uh, is at top, followed by Sevilla, followed by Krasnodar. In Group F, Brescia at top, Lazio at second, Club Brugge at third. And in Group G, Barcelona at top, Juventus at second, and Dynamo Kiev at third. In the last group, United at top, followed by Paris Saint followed by RB Leipzig. And this will go down the wire. Champions League is still very juicy at the moment. Three groups have not yet decided who will go through. We'll see more in the last match week. So till now, take care. Bye. And see home. Stay safe. Mia, see Mia. Manchester is blue. Take care.